If you are just joining the show or you are new to our Sunday service, I would like to introduce you to Orti Social Media Lead and Culture Vulture, Miss Ellen Leonard. Hello, how are we? Good morning. <laughs> how are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's my holiday Sunday. No, thank God. I know. Like, uh, once a month should be, you know, standard for us. <laughs> Do you know what? Because you might find this now as well from coming in at the weekends and stuff. The bank holidays are the only day that crosses over for everybody. Yes. So if you're a weekday worker and a weekend worker, that Monday's the Everyone sweet spot. Everyone gets the Monday. Well, I mean, shouts to the people who actually have to work the I Monday know. as well. But, you know. That used to be me actually back Same. in the day. I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but not anymore. Here we are. That's not what we're here to talk about. We have got loads of stories to get through. We are going to be talking all about uh, Robbie Williams and his sex life, which no. I know you're very excited about today. Yeah. Uh, we are also going to be getting to Paris Hilton and one of my favourite stories of all time but let's kick it all off with something that I never thought I would see in black and white we're talking about the Met Gala and the dump like this is just getting us in the mood for the Met Gala so the Met Gala is taking place tomorrow night half 11 hour time you can watch it on vogue.co.uk you'll see it research on that one. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> it is in fairness like the biggest night I think of fashion yeah um, so I'm very excited and this year's theme is on Karl Lagerfeld Lagerfeld uh, which you know he's a controversial figure in his own right mm-hmm. um, but we won't go into that today but they're basically honouring him and his life so you can expect a lot of Chanel Fendi Balmain a lot of tweed maybe some furry cats maybe I some children I am kind of hoping because this is the theme that it's going to be glamorous yeah you know sometimes when they interpret the theme and then they just go off centre and it's kind of like fancy dress more than anything else yeah like, really people just... try very hard to be quirky yeah yeah this one will probably I, I'm worried about the level of tweed we're going to see right <laughs> but anyway and I love a bit of tweed but this could be over the top but to get you us in the mood and this story is very Devil Wears Prada Ugly Betty vibes yeah okay, okay. this is what I'm getting from this so Vogue have a podcast it's called The Run Through at Vogue and staff revealed that an employee was once tasked with digging through a rubbish dump in the hopes of recovering lost invites So when I read this first, I thought what they meant was that like they got thrown in the bin and then they had to root through the bin. Yeah. I didn't realise. Can you please tell people like the level of dedication they had to go to? So this is why I'm saying Ugly Betty vibes. So they're basically after sending some poor girl out on a ferry on Staten Island (laughs) to New York City dump to root around people's bins, (laughs) bags, to find the invites and I know you're like please tell me the poor child found the invites she did not so she was up to her neck in S-H-I-T and didn't even come back with the invites like that is so mean just print new ones sorry I'm laughing at her misfortune but it's you are so right when you teed it up to say that this is the devil wears Prada this is totally something that you would see happening in a movie you'd only get this in America if anyone dared ask someone to do that here you'd be like you have to be having a laugh yeah. I'm not going out to the dump it's actually mad though because like what 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 else would be worth it do you know what I mean like as in the Met Gala invites <laughs> I'm kind of looking going surely they can print them again totally now they are apparently very expensive but like your your Vogue just sorted out do you know what though who's the person who dumped them who is who? it was it was 
the house cleaning. So they oh, didn't okay. have them like they had them just on their desks in little boxes and they were mistaken for rubbish <laughs> and thrown out. And apparently one of the employees in the podcast said that the girl, I can't remember, I think it was Lauren her name was. Lindsay. Lindsay, that yeah. was it. And she put her hard hat on and she was a good sport. <laughs> of course she was because her job relied she on it. She needed like a heavy pay rise after that. <laughs> Speaking of the Met Gala and going into our next story quite swiftly, uh, Paris Hilton has got invited to the Met Gala for the very first time this year and please give us Paracelta is just having a moment it really is like her era at the minute oh we just love her and I'm I'm thrilled for her but she is going to be headlining her first ever concert so she's a DJ right so we're used to seeing her play loads yeah. of different festivals but she's not DJing no she's singing singing now she did have an album out oh I think it was 2006. The noughties were her entire timeline. So yeah, anything that happened was belongs to Paris Hilton. What was it called? Stars of Blind. Paris. Of course. Of course, she named it after herself. But you are thinking of <laughs> Stars of Blind, which is literally our favourite song ever. Um, but she never actually performed any of those songs in a live concert. So this is going to be her first live. Now, she did do the New Year's Eve festival with Miley Cyrus where she came out and sang Stars Are Blind, which was iconic. So that was just teasing us, getting us warmed up. But she hasn't actually performed live any of her music before. So this is going to be the first time? Yeah, yeah. I, do, I just don't understand him. Like if you... If you were an artist who was bringing out, well, she wasn't really an artist, I suppose. She was just she was kind of money. taking it off she's her like, bucket list. I mean, Kim Kardashian had a single at the time exactly. as well. Exactly, everybody was doing it. So she's really keen to release her new music. Um, so yeah, I'm. Uh, she put on her Instagram. She's asking people, "What do you want me to perform?" <laughs> so even that question in itself is making me a bit. Mm, what are we going to expect here? Of course, she'll pull it off and it'll be amazing. But I think she's like taking requests. So the tickets are actually going on sale this week. They're going on sale May 5th. Yeah. And it's in Florida. <laughs> and there's only 1,200 fans. Like, I, because she has got a cult following of. It's like, in LA, actually. The yeah. Fonda Theatre in LA. But her following is so, like, crazy. You know, <laughs> as in her fans are, are mad for Paris that, like, she'll sell this out over and over again if she decides to. It doesn't matter what the actual gig is. Absolutely. And it won't matter what she's singing now. If we don't hear Stars Are Blind, there'll be a riot. But she's actually teamed up with lots of, like, quite famous people. So she's been, like, working with Megan Trainer, Miley Cyrus, Sia. So, you know, she's going to pull out some big guns. I think this is going to be an absolutely phenomenal Let's, gig. We should go. Well, we should. But if we can't actually get that far, I'm going to, I'm actively avoiding eye contact with producer John John right now because the first thing he said to us when he came in, under no circumstances are you playing Stars Are Blind. I didn't hear him say that. I did. Like, honestly, I just, I can't see him right now. I don't know what's going on. So I think that we should just do this and do Stars Are Blind on 2FM. <laughs> Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. Sunday service with Laura Fox on 2FM. You're very welcome back. If you're just joining us, we are getting a roundup of all the celebrity gossip stories of the week with Miss Ellen Leonard in studio. Miss Ellen Leonard is the RT social media lead here um, in the building. That's <laughs> me. For radio, you love it. Uh, you're very welcome back. We just talked about Paris Hilton. We played stars blind I'm in so much trouble for that but we'll get over it it was worth it I'd, honestly I'd put it on at least twice a week if we had 
any <laughs> any control, any control over this at all. But this is a perfect segue because we're going from Paris Hilton to Kim Kardashian. They were best friends at some point. They are. I still think they're very good friends. Um, this one is very. This one's interesting. So you star Lucas Gage. He was Phoebe's useless boyfriend, fiance in the show. Yes. Um, and Kim's hairstylist, celeb hairstylist Chris Appleton, pulled off a Vegas style wedding. Now they've only been together. Um, since March so it was a quick turnaround um, but no one else but Kim Kardashian could marry them and she I imagine because she's such a perfectionist did an amazing job Um, so it's really nice to be able to do that they've known each other a really long time there's only about six people at the wedding with Shania Twain (laughs) singing for them Um, they're pulling out all the stops she sang Still the One now the video on um, Lucas's Instagram is a bit cringe of Shania playing for them because it looks like there's not a sinner in the place but Shania <laughs> and the two of them. Um, but amazing to get her to sing I, for to them. To be honest, you're saying cringe. I'm like, that. when are you ever going to get a private audience with Shania Twain? True. That's, Tr- it just didn't look like a traditional Irish wedding. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Do you enough. know what I mean? It was very civilised and they were just kind of swaying. But Kim looked amazing. Now, I will say the only thing is that Kim had like a very gothic look about her and so did the two lads and it was kind of giving me Courtney and Travis vibes and so the way they did the quick wedding turnaround I as actually well. don't think you're even allowed to speculate on that because did you see the new trailer for the Kardashians <gasps> during I the wa- week? I've watched it four times. I know. So uh, just for anyone at home who's wondering, uh, the trailer dropped for the new Kardashian season that's coming out at the minute and Courtney is livid, livid. with Kim because she used her wedding initially as a business opportunity as she does this is where we have Kim's it. not where she is today by hanging around. And also, Courtney was sponsored by Dolce & Gabbana, wasn't it? For her entire wedding. So I don't know what she's on about. But it was her wedding day. Oh, true. So, yeah, you, true. Know, we, we, you know what sisters really are like. Um, I love, what I love about all this is having your friend officiate your wedding. I think this is so, that's my retirement plan. Lovely. You'd I'm, be great at um, that. I would, would we You'd all know. you get into the real nitty gritty details and pull things out from about 20 years ago. Oh, I'd love well. it. Go I'd love down it. a rabbit hole. And I've gone to a lot of, obviously, even the listeners here will know because when I'm off, I'm gone to a wedding or a hen party, like there's no in between. But all of my friends who've gotten married, there's been a good few of them who've had humanist uh, celebrants at their weddings. And they're just the most fabulous weddings because they're so personal. I know. And oh, they're just like, they're beautiful. Like, don't get me wrong, all of the church weddings I've been to have been stunning and gorgeous and the priest really gets into it. But there's something just different about a humanist one because they do get into your hobbies, your activities, your life with your friends. And and little stories and and little times that like are special to the couple and it's really nice. I actually, Shay Byrne, who's a presenter in RTE, um, he is Oh, well, I actually asked him, I was like, whenever I do get married, Shay, would you do mine? And he's like, sorry, I can't tell him, I only do funerals. And I, yeah, he only does funerals. And I, it's so important <laughs> to have a nice person at a funeral, in fairness. But I was really disappointed because he would give me, the, like, he loves musical theatre, he loves drama, he just would be amazing. <laughs> it's a great job to have. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to digest this a little bit. He's not doing your wedding because he, he can only do the funerals. He only does funerals. Oh. I, I tried to tee him up he, and I lied to him actually and said it was for a friend because <laughs> I'm obviously not engaged. So I was like, I have a friend, Shay, but I think he knew it was for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I actually can't believe this it only takes four weeks to complete the course if in, you're in, in Ireland in Ireland if you wanted to do I that. mean 
I don't have a lot of spare time right now, but when I eventually get the like the boot the from boot. here, when yeah. they decide to get rid of me, that's exactly Perfect. what I'll do. So yeah, okay, we've got something to look forward to. Uh, speaking of weddings, uh, Robbie Williams and Ada Field have done an interview during the week. Please tell us about this because I know you're dying to talk about it. Yes, from weddings to no sex after marriage. I love that. It really goes well, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, Robbie Williams and his wife, Ada Field, have opened up about their sex life. So... Robbie has said <laughs> that his libido dropped since he stopped taking testosterone. So he did suffer with depression. And like, fair play to them. They've both come out. They've been really honest and open about marriage life and what it's like after being together for so long. And he said when he was, you know, taking testosterone, that they were having a great time. They were loving life. Um, and that, you know, it's kind of taken a backseat now for both of them, him and her. Um, but they're really comfortable together and really happy still. Um, but they do miss that fun period. But I think it's good for them to say that. I'm I sure. feel like when they came out, because they, they did it with the son and there was nearly a witch hunt of, you know, oh, their marriage is doomed because there's no sex in it and they, and they need to sort this out because they're going to go either way. And that's not the case. I think communication is the thing that, that they're saying. They're making a, a joke of it, saying like, oh, you know, sex at the window as soon as you get married. Yeah. That's exactly the age Obliterated, I think, was the word they used, <laughs> <laughs> which is very, like, drastic. But I think what they were trying to get across is don't confuse sex with intimacy. Yeah. And, like, they are always cuddling and holding hands and all that nice stuff. But it's the, the communication is there. And I was listening to Jennifer Zambrelli during the week. She was actually covering this and she got a text in from someone. And I just think this summed it up perfectly. It was a man who texted in to say that him and his wife hadn't had sex in the last nine months. They have three young kids, but they talk all the time. Mm. And it's not this awkward elephant in the room. It's just like, we're just wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't think of anything worse Fair. than trying to muster up the energy to actually do that. And I, and I think the most important thing he said there was like, she gave me three children, but we will sit down in the evening and we will hold hands and we'll talk about our day and talk about our work. And that's, I think, when you need to be worried. It's not when, when this isn't happening. Yeah. As long as you're having conversations about this. And that they're happy. I think once both people are happy yeah. and on the same page, and if they're both okay with that, then great. But I suppose if one person isn't, you're going to probably have to make an L effort. I love Robbie Williams and I feel like there's nothing they won't cover for a bit of press. They, honestly, they, God. They, honestly, they'll come out with absolutely anything. Um, Ella Leonard will be back in just a moment with some more Sunday Service stories. Sunday Service with Laura Fox. Sunday Service with Laura Fox on 2FM. And finally, in Sunday service, we're going to be talking all about Kerry Katona, but first, I will do anything to sandwich any form of Love Island into the day. Please, Even Alan if it. it's a million years ago, Love Island. <laughs> I know, Danny Dyer, I do like Danny. Danny and Jack were one of my fave OGs, and their series was actually one of the first series I started properly watching. Oh, really? Danny and Jack's, yeah. Oh, God, oh, you no, were Chris, really far behind. Chris and Kem, the, first, the one before that. But Danny Dyer has come out about struggling with anxiety, mm. um, which I've noticed so much recently, and it's amazing. Like, we were chatting about Molly May a couple of weeks ago and her postpartum struggles. Yeah. Brooke Shields has that new documentary out on Disney Plus Pretty Baby where she was really open about her postpartum depression it's just really getting a lot of air Pretty Baby actually if anybody is looking for something to watch that it's amazing it's amazing it's yeah. a two part series it's kind of disturbing it is in a very, way but she's very fair and 
diplomatic about what she's doing. Anyways, Absolutely. we're not here to talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about Danny Dyer. But I would recommend that is excellent to watch. And Danny Dyer has now come out and shared her own experience struggling with anxiety and encourages young women and fellow mothers to speak to someone if they're having mental health issues. So she, um, I suppose, the added pressure for Danny Dyer, apart from being a new mum, is that she's had like relationships before and mm. they haven't worked and her dad obviously is Danny Dyer as well um, the famous EastEnders actor and even with like all of the people around her and her family she still struggled a lot with loneliness um, and I just feel really sorry for people in that situation because it doesn't matter how many hands are there to help you if you're struggling mentally yeah. it's just really really challenging but she does have um, a new programme coming out I think she's expecting twins now again at the yeah. moment isn't she yeah so she has um, and she's now with Premier League footballer Jared Bowen so they're in a really good place but it still doesn't matter she feels anxious she had a really tough time after that baby and she's hoping now that that won't happen again with this next set of twins but she has a new programme coming out on E4. It's called Danny Dyer Is This Anxiety. Um, she also has a podcast with her dad. So she is open and talking about it. But I just, I'd be worried about her maybe struggling again this time. So look, the only thing is, I think it's always so important to just talk about these things. And if you're keeping it in, it's not doing any good for anybody. So if you're getting it out, problem shared is a problem halved. And again, looking at the likes of Molly May, Danny Dyer, all of these young mums yeah. and people who are in the spotlight who you look at and you go, they have everything. They mm. have money, they have friends, they've got family, they have power. And and if it's still crippling them, I just I think it makes it a lot easier for people who are suffering very bad with it to go oh okay hang on this is a universal thing yeah and if she needs help I can go and get help yeah I exactly. can ask for help as well um, our next story today and our final story please let's talk about the fabulous Kerry Katona oh, I love her I love Kerry Katona I won't have one bad word said about That's her fair enough um, and she again has been really open as we know for years like I think she was one of the first people that really spoke her mind in the media and just didn't care it's got her into trouble so many times but at the same time it's been appreciated now yes absolutely you're correct I suppose back in the day we were like Jesus Kerry but now we're like good for you yeah. um, but she's had a really really difficult life like she's had injuries cancer scares um, bankruptcy yeah. millionaire bankruptcy millionaire again lost her third husband um, she's just had a really rough road now she's in a really good place at the moment I love watching her TikTok lives with her two girls <laughs> they are gas and they're gorgeous they're such a lovely family um, but her, she has a new book out called Whole Again oh fabulous love what the title what a great name what a, what a fantastic name. Um, but she has revealed on her social media that she had to go and do the audiobook version of it. Um, and she found that really, really difficult kind of getting that back out and thrashing it out. And she was struggling with that. But I cannot wait to listen to that. Yeah, I know. That's something that will be very interesting in listening to too. So she's in the middle of recording it now at the minute, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's gotten through the first six chapters. Oh, and, and she thinks she had to take a little break. Writing it, I suppose, is one thing. But actually having to then relive it and tell your story mm. word for word. Word. like you know you hearing it back yeah you're going through all that again she did say that she like broke down and she has a little cries and all that but I love her for it speaking of whole again I mean we played Paris Hilton stars are blind I think this is a very It'd fitting rude, way not to. oh oh wow oh oh wow our jobs are 
down this morning. <laughs> Producer John John is not having a bar of this. 51552 if you would like us to play uh, Atomic Kitten Hole again in full. Okay, send it on to us now. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. With Laura Fox on 2FM. Oh,